The following is a paid program and is meant for educational information only and is the sole opinion of today's sponsors. A full inspection of your situation is suggested before taking any action. From home repair to remodeling, this is making your home great. I don't think it's information only. I mean, we're a little entertaining, aren't we? Some. I mean, I feel like I'm kind of entertaining okay, sometimes. Okay, good. All right. That's uh, Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier fooling himself into thinking that he's entertaining on the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also in the studio, Eddie Casanova, the Kitchen Casanova. How you doing, Eddie? Doing great. How are you? Good. The uh, Kitchen Casanova is not what you're going to look up on the internet. You're going to look up Distinctive Remodeling which is one of your company names. What are the others? Distinctive Outdoor Kitchens, Distinctive Kitchen and Appliance World, yeah. and Cabinets by Horizon. So there's almost nothing inside or outside the house that you couldn't answer a question about. Pretty much. I, mean, you're I, I not, do have a good team behind me, so if I don't know the answer, I'll find the answer. You're not exactly interested in fencing. Not exactly, Okay, but we do install it. See, there you go. See, there you go. If I try to find something outside his box, and there's nothing. And, of course, Brock has done commercial and uh, residential in-home work. Long time, yeah. For a long time. So if you have a project that's coming up, go ahead and call us, whether you're going to hire somebody or not. Or if you hear something on today's show and it, it kind of tickles your imagination, go ahead and dial 919-860-9783. And we'll be here for an hour. So think of something for Eddie or for Brock. Don't ask me. <laughs> I have no clue. You guys are actually doing a project together. Working on it, yes. Yeah, we're thinking about it. Uh, Eddie is is doing a, a big project there on his property, um, I believe, he is building his uh, mother-in-law suite there on the property, mother-in-law is it, house. Is it a suite or a house? It's a house. It's a house. Mm-hmm. Big house? Small house? Small house. Yeah, all right. That's fine. Two bedroom, two bedroom. You kind of like her, you know. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm blessed with good in-laws. <laughs> okay. All right. We're collaborating a little bit on, on what we're going to be doing there for insulation and, and potentially doing there in the crawl space. Um, right. But he's also got a, a really big project on his own personal house that... You know, he was showing us the photos here before the show. So I think we have a lot of good stuff we get to talk about today. You're taking down the house, aren't you? Taking the top two floors off. Leaving wow. the basement. We're leaving the basement. And wow. then we're going to come back up with a new and better top two floors. Now, how did you get to that place where you said, you know, the best thing to do is just tear down? Well, my my wife found a beautiful piece of property and she went to see it without me first because she has to pre-screen what oh, she shows boy. me. Yeah, that was your first mistake. And as soon as I showed up, I yeah. said, this is a teardown. And so we walked through the house, and I said, yeah, I'm still thinking this is a teardown. She said, okay, well, think, put a different hat on, and let's yeah. look at it if we're going to remodel it. And so we kind of compromised, okay, we're going to keep the basement <laughs> and tear the rest down. <laughs> That was a compromise. <laughs> yes. Wow. Now, you identified it as a, quote-unquote, teardown before you walked in. Yes. What did you see? Well, the front steps go up, and there's no front door. You have to walk around the porch to the other side of the house from where the front steps are to get in the house. Unique so, design yeah. right you, there. Wait a minute. The steps don't lead to the door. Right. Okay. 
So right, that would be it's a not problem. not like Harry Potter where the steps are moving or anything, but <laughs> you can walk through the brick wall or something, right? Yeah. It was wow. just the layout was not laid out well on that lot. Right. To take advantage of the views and it just the house didn't make sense the way it was built. What other type of major concerns did you run into on the inside? Um well, the living space you know, it has a pond on the property, so that's one of the great views. Yeah. The house layout did not take advantage of that. Ah, okay. So it wouldn't have worked to make that, you know, enhance the view of looking out the wrong side or something like that. So we wanted to position the, the rooms correctly on the on the floor plan and take advantage of the views of the lot. Well, and, you know, before the show, Dave, I was, I was telling you that, uh, you know, Eddie pulled out his is a little iPad over there. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've all watched HGTV, and we all think it's it's really neat when they open up the laptop and they can show you what they can make the inside of your house look like. Yeah. And what's really impressive is that he has a, a staff of really good people that work with them that they're able to, to show you that kind of information. He already has the full layout and design of what the house looks like inside and outside on his computer. That's just so impressive yeah. to be able to see stuff like that. Is it down to the point where you can show the colors you're going to choose? Oh, most definitely. Yeah? Colors, textures, all of that we put on the computer system. And with a mouse click, we can change what colors you've established. Yeah, I didn't like that. Shiplap, no shiplap. Right. Shiplap, no shiplap. Right. You know you know what I mean? Just We're getting over shiplap here. You um, think so? <laughs> to <laughs> some degree, yes. You can, you can put too much out there. Well, and you don't just have that for you. You offer that to your customers. So right. you have customers that, that are able to utilize that information, be able to see what their kitchen could look like. Yes, our design process really helps them make better decisions on what they do with their home because they can see what it's going to look like with those decisions. And it's easier to change a decision on the computer than it is in real life. Amen. Well, I noticed in the you know the photos that you were showing, you have a, a a really great indoor space, but it looks like you're building yourself a outdoor kitchen patio there on on top of the sunroom. Exactly. Why don't you walk me through that? Why do you think that's a, a big sell item for for people? Is that become real popular now? These outdoor spaces. Well, especially if they're all staying at home these days, that's they're right. wanting to be able to cook yeah. and entertain and. You know, at a social distance, of course, but <laughs> yes, home. Um, you know, people staying at home, they they do want to enhance their their uh, living space inside and out. And outdoor kitchens are are really popular. And and the weather here in North Carolina is worthy of having a nice outdoor kitchen. I agree. I'm from Texas, and yeah. I can pretty confidently tell you, not a lot of us are spending a lot of time outdoors in Texas. Not Too hot. Little little warm. Yeah. Um. The the climate we have here in my opinion is is paradise i I think the summers are great i think the winters are great so being able to utilize a good outdoor space for grilling uh watching the game uh spending time with family it's a good investment that a lot of people can take advantage of how extensive are we going with an outdoor kitchen i mean is there an outdoor refrigerator (laughs) There is outdoor refrigerators. There's outdoor dishwashers. Yes. Warming drawers. Warming uh, drawers. Yes. Because, what, I don't want the hamburger buns to be just room temperature or outside temperature. I want them to be warmed. Or not everybody gets out of the pool to eat at the same time, so you cook once and you keep it warm in the warming drawer. Yeah. Yeah, that's... One of my customers said he uses his kitchen, his outdoor kitchen, 200 days a year. Wow. 
Bye-bye. I'll tell you what. The one thing I really wish I had in my grilling area is a place to wash my hands. Mm-hmm. And and that's a minor thing. It's an obvious thing when you're doing a an outdoor kitchen. But the idea you're going to, you know, you're messing around with raw food. You put it on the grill. Gosh, it would be nice to be able to clean my hands. Well, exactly. And the grill components. I mean, after I'm done cooking steaks on the grill, I have to go out there. I have to pull the equipment out and, and clean it up and carry it to the kitchen and, and, you know, make sure it's all washed. If there was a kitchen there right next to the grill, boy, that would make life a lot easier. I like this. I like this a lot. If you got a question for Eddie, Eddie Casanova, the Kitchen Casanova of Distinctive Remodeling, go ahead and call us at 919-860-9783, 919-860-9783. Or you could uh, ask Brock a question. Brock is the, you know, currently involved in insulation and radiant barriers underneath the home, and we can get you some answers on that. Or if you have a question that just relates to design, don't ask me. Because I am the owner and operator of a fencing company called Jacked Up Fencing. (laughs) If you've ever seen a fence that's crooked, it's jacked up. Okay? And that's our company name. But go ahead and call. Um, So let's talk about your company, Distinctive Remodeling. Is there any room you don't go into? Nope. Any room in the house, we can help remodel it. Is kitchen... Are kitchen remodels and bathroom remodels still most people's focus? Yes. Kitchens and master suites are the primary rooms of the house that bring the most value and make it the most sellable, and people spend a lot of time there, um, especially in the kitchen. And it is the in- it, those are the investment rooms also. Mm-hmm. It's the heart of the house. Uh, so when you go into a house, if everything is great about the house but the kitchen, yeah. And you know you have to remodel the kitchen. The you start thinking about how much that really can cost. So uh, the the bathrooms, the master bathroom, the kitchen of the home, they consider those the heart of the home. Right. Uh, so having good finishes, high end materials are really going to help uh, the increase the value of the property. What about the concept of hiring somebody like yourself to plan out all the things in the kitchen? You know, I I, I got four or five things that need to be fixed. Need to be repaired, need to be worked on, in my opinion. And we're kind of, the Alexanders are doing a, well, while we're at it, we're going to do this, that, and the other thing. We don't have a master plan. Well, one of my favorite sayings is, plan your work, work your plan. Yeah. And the more planning you do, the better the end result's going to be. I Because we're trying to change colors Fellow who owned my house before loved burgundy. Mm. Now it's a wonderful thing. Burgundy's a, an acceptable color, but not everywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, so while we're doing the the cabinets, while we're doing the countertops, while we're doing a couple of appliances that have to be addressed, we're getting rid of some of the burgundy. But it's more efficient to do them in a planned fashion because you don't want to do a project and then. Think of this other project to do, and you have to tear something up that you just did. Yeah. You, you're paying double for some of those overlaps. The fella doing the countertops says, all right, now do you want these tiles that are above the backsplash? Okay. I never considered it. So this is the time to decide what you're doing with the backsplash. 
because we can probably pull out the backsplash now and replace it without messing up your tiles. And if your outlets in the backsplash are not where you want them, yes. that's the time to move them. That's yep. right. <laughs> that's exactly right. All right. We'll talk about that. Making Your Home Great is on every Saturday at 2 on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Who are we talking to today? Eddie Casanova is the Kitchen Casanova from Distinctive Remodeling. Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. This is FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Making your home great on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Dave Alexander behind one microphone. We've got uh, Eddie Casanave, the Kitchen Casanova from Distinctive Remodeling, and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Uh, I hear it a lot. People say, yeah, we're putting in subway tile. Is that good or not? Is that uh, trendy or not? Well, it it is fairly common, but... There's a lot of choices in Subway because it doesn't have to be the traditional three by six white that you know is the classic Subway tile. What what is do, even the definition of a Subway tile? Well, it's a tile that is in the shape of a brick, and you know New York City subways are made with all three by six white tiles. That's where the name Subway came from. Yeah, but um, they make them all different sizes and shapes now, and, and I can and colors, and I can get a different color. Yep. And Brock said he likes there's gray with what white grout. Well, uh, that's that's my personal taste. Um, yeah. I, I think grays and whites really uh, can make a house pop. Now, obviously, you want you want your own touch on whatever you want to be in your home. Okay, yeah. um, I, I've seen a lot of white subway tile, but I, I for me. Uh, I like the gray subway tile with white grout. I mm-hmm. think it pops really well. Actually, Eddie has a photo on his website. I believe it's the main photo on the main page where they have a, a, a gray subway tile on the backsplash of the kitchen. Yeah. Um, with a bright white kitchen, a gray backsplash with white grout. It ties in very, very well with itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just my personal opinion. Now, subway tile can be used in a kitchen, can be used in a shower, a bathroom. Uh, but there's so many different options that are out there, and that's why it's really important to reach out to somebody that not only knows what they're doing, but knows all the different options that are available. Mm-hmm. Um, you you kind of want somebody that can overload you with options, so you you really get a good understanding of, of what is out there uh, before you pull the trigger, because the last thing you want is to pick something, and this happens all the time. Yeah, Pick something that you love, and then the day after it's installed, you see a photo of something else that would have been a lot better. And had you known about that prior. Mm-hmm. Um, so so having somebody like Eddie in your corner that's able to say, okay, well, hold on here. These are all the different options that we have. These are all the different prices that they can be. Yeah, It really gives you an opportunity to pick exactly what you're looking for, and that's what's most important. Exactly. Because you want to be happy long term, and the more research and more planning you do, the happier you'll be with the end result. Andy, do you come in a lot when people have already lived in the home and they've discovered what perhaps they want to renovate? When they have experience of living in the home, they have a better idea of what to change about it to fit their lifestyle. If they're just buying the home and they haven't moved in yet and haven't lived in it, they think they know what they want to change and they're going to do the best they can doing that. But having experience living in the house gives them a, a better perspective. 
I run into that all the time. Um, you know, most of our clients uh, reach out to us because they want us to come out to beef up their insulation or, yeah. or seal their crawl space. And one of the first questions I ask when I walk through the threshold of their door is, how long have you lived here? Because if that customer says, oh, I've been here five, six years, they can answer a lot of questions. Does your house feel warm in the winter? Right. Is, are you able to maintain? Is it worse in the summer? Are you getting smells? What time of the year are you finding those smells? Uh, people that have been there a while can answer a lot of in-depth questions. If it's a new home for you, it it, it can pose to, to cause some issues because they can't really answer the questions that we want to answer to make sure we give them exactly what they need. Yeah. Uh, so it is helpful if, if they've been there a few years. Exactly. I'm afraid that I'm going to make a blunder. And I'm sure both of you guys have seen blunders. I'm debating painting the cabinets. Mm-hmm. Now, I love exposed wood. I love the way it looks. I have cabinets that are exposed wood. It, it, they just look great. I think they'd look better white. Have you ever heard of a website called House, H-O-U-Z-Z? No. Com? Well, it's, it's one that... Uh, Designers and contractors all over the country uh, put their post their project pictures on yeah. that website to give people ideas of what can be done. Right. So we recommend to most all of our clients to to spend some time looking through those pictures to get an idea of what they want to help communicate to us what they like and don't like. Well, we just buy the Joanna Gaines magazine. <laughs> Well, we that's write. one option. Now, do, they, do you have customers that ever just show you photos? I found this photo on Instagram, or I found this photo Pinterest online. This or, is what I'm mm-hmm. looking for. Yes. That makes your job a lot easier, It I helps assume. communicate those preferences, yes, most definitely. Because you're able to specifically, well, what about this photo do you like? And they can explain, well, I like this style. Okay, well, these are the different styles that we have that fit that category. Yeah, I mean, okay. back in the day, it used to be cutting pictures out of Better Homes and Gardens magazine. Right. Yeah. Today's version of it is all online, Pinterest, Howl's, um, you know, some of the Instagram, the Instagram and, right. and all those, those types of platforms. Does it matter whether I'm going to hang on to the house or whether I'm looking to market? Most definitely. It does? Most definitely. Like why? why? In terms of material selection? Because yeah. you don't want to buy the best of the best that suits you if you're going to put it on the market and sell it. Okay. You're going to want to put something in there that's nice but is more appealing to the general you know, public but not customized to your taste. Which is why most of these homes that you see on the market today that are for sale, the paint schemes are pretty traditional. It's, yeah. it's gray paint with bright white trim. Right. Well, uh, the, my wife and I, the home that we bought over in Garner when we purchased the home – and I've said this on the show before. You know, the kitchen was painted yellow. Uh, the kids' bedrooms downstairs were were blue and pink. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> well, on the other hand, if you plan to stay there for the foreseeable future, yes, you want to make it what you like, and and it doesn't matter what you spend on it. It doesn't matter whether anybody else likes that color or not. That's why the house I moved into. This fella had burgundy carpets everywhere. Mm-hmm. It honestly looked very religious. It was well, maybe a, he liked wine. He it could be, and he spilled it, and he didn't write. <laughs> he didn't. He, he didn't mind. But you see, I'm I'm now, I don't know, ten fifteen years later, still getting rid of the remnants of his design preferences. But I will tell you this: 
we bought the house at the lowest price that anybody in the neighborhood could have thought that house was going to sell for. And now this was a while back. It was, you know, we were at the upper end of the last boom. But everybody who we met from the neighborhood said, wow, you got a really good deal on this house. I know why. Well, it's the classic, you know, love it or list it type of scenario. Yeah. You know, you can choose to upgrade things to put it on the market. Right. And you have to try to get more money or more value out of the house than what you spent on the fixes. Or you can sell it as is and let the new owner, you know, like you did, do yeah. all the fixes. Well, well, that's us. Well, and there's certain, there's certain things that you can do to increase property value. Uh, you know, there's a certain type of floorings. Obviously, if you were to go in and do a tongue and groove laminate, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's not going to add quite as much value if you would have done a bamboo floor. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. if you plan on living there, it's an investment for you. You're wanting to increase property value. Mm-hmm. There are certain finishes that you can do to a house to really push it over the edge when it comes to value. Uh, so to to address his his point Eddie's point, you know, are you going to live there? Are you going to flip the house? Is yeah. this a long term investment? That's going to help you guide you in the right direction. It's funny on everything we pick out. I'm thinking one thing, my wife is thinking the other. Join the club. Honestly, it's it's <laughs> no, it, it's not. I often find myself saying, "Yeah, we can put that on," but the new owner. You know, you know what I mean? Like I'm already going to sell. Uh-huh. All right. We'll talk more about this. Making your home great. We're on with Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier and Eddie Casanave, the Kitchen Casanova. Making your home great. Saturdays at 2 on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. This is Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. <clears throat> Next week, it's Mumford Restorations. Uh uh, and we're going to talk with who is uh, Mr. Mumford? I forgot his first name. Uh oh, that's uh, all right. I'll get it. It'll occur to me. I, I feel foolish doing that. Eddie Casanave, the uh, Kitchen Casanova from Distinctive Remodeling, is in studio right now. Do you have a question? Dial this number nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero. 9783 Bernard Mumford thank you That's right. Bernard Mumford from Mumford Restorations we're going to talk about my ugly lamp next week I'm going to dig it out I don't know where it is it's in the garage somewhere I'm going to find it because it's just the kind of classic old thing that he would love to just go ahead and have repaired anything from a radio to a it's like an uh, antique road show yeah right? I'm, I'm I'm pretty impressed with all that Bernard is able to do all right. Uh, we're impressed, of course, with Eddie's company, the Kitchen Casanova, with distinctive remodeling. What's the biggest project you've ever done outside your, uh, you know, your own personal project? Well, we've done some, some projects over a million dollars in remodeling. Really? Yeah. It's got to be a nice house when you're done with it. It was very nice. It's a yeah. big house. It is. Very big house. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. What did they have done? Well, basically gutted a whole house and added on to it and put everything new back in a in an industrial style. We had exposed steel beams and it was very very much an industrial design. Yeah. And uh just top-notch finishes everywhere from Taj Mahal, you know, quartzite countertops and 
you know, everything down the line was first class. Now, you can also scale that back for me. Sure. Right? I know where to find Fuquay Marina. You can okay. live there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that when you talk about basically redoing the Taj Mahal, yep. right? You're redoing that, that million-dollar home, two-million-dollar home. There are others of us who are more interested in being able to afford your services. Yes, that's right. All right. And that's we do. we did put um, a pricing guide on our website that helps with kitchen and bath pricing for different levels of finishes. Yeah. So that that's been helping a lot of folks, you know, plan their their kitchen and bath projects. And I'm working on some other types of projects to put on that pricing guide. All right. Johnny in Clarksville called us up. Hey Johnny, how you doing? Hey, doing great. Great. How are you guys? We're terrific. What's going on? Yeah, I've got a question. Uh, I've got an older two-story house and the uh, drywall seems to have some cracks, especially in the corners, and I guess along the lines of the painting. Uh, what can I do about that, or, or do you guys have any recommendations there? How old's the home? It was built, I believe, in 85. 85? Because um, most every home has some sort of settling that that occurs after it's been built. So the key to it is that it's not still moving after 20-some years or 30 years. Um, so it's a matter, you know, so you're seeing sh- uh, cracks in the sheetrock is not uncommon at all, uh, but it's uncommon for it to continue to move after several years. So um, normally we would patch those up and repaint and keep an eye on it to make sure they don't reoccur, to, that something's still moving. Now, is it a is it a slab foundation or a pier and beam? No, it's a pier and beam. It's a pier and beam no. home. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was even something that could be repaired with the drywall or not. Probably uh, the pier. You, you normally get foundation cracks that can get progressively worse over time if you actually have a foundation. Most of the time, that's due to to tree roots that are growing underneath the house. You normally don't run into ongoing uh, drywall damage on pier and beam homes. So uh, I actually agree with Eddie. If it is not getting progressively worse, it's probably in a position now where you can you can sand it down, tape it up, and get it repainted, and and hopefully it won't won't return. All right, great. Yeah, I've been there a few years, and you know it doesn't seem to be getting any worse. So. That's good. And, yeah, and uh, is that something that you guys could help with or recommend? Some approach to that for me. Johnny, you're in Clarksville. Am I correct that Clarksville is in Virginia? That is correct. I listened to you on the internet. So. I'm so glad. Yeah, that would be one that you you could you could talk to a local painter uh, that could help you with that. You know, if you do find that something's still moving, you might employ a, an engineer to find out what is moving and how to remedy that problem. But like we like I tell everybody, make sure you get multiple bids. Okay, so don't just bring out one painter; bring out a few. Get uh, get a few different good. people to give you different pricing. Uh, you'd be surprised how often people come up with different game plans on how they plan to tackle the problem. So you want to make sure you pick the person who you you are most comfortable with. Right. Excellent. All right. Great. Great. Well, I sure do appreciate that. Thanks for your call. Thank you, Johnny. Johnny from Clarksville on making your home great. Okay, he opened the door for us. Go ahead and dial us now, 919-860-9783. Did I say that fast? 919 
860-9783. Andy Casanave here. He is the kitchen Casanova from Distinctive Remodeling. Talk to me about a bathroom. What's new in bathroom stuff? <laughs> bathroom stuff? Yeah. Um, is there still a toilet in there the bathroom? Is, there okay, is. Good, oh, no, wait good. a minute. No, you say My this. My kind of bathroom right there. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but how tall is the toilet? And is that a big deal now? It is a very big deal. What Chair height or comfort height is taller than the old uh, standard height. It was only like 12 or 14 inches off the floor. Now they're 16 or 18 inches off the floor. makes it easier on people's knees uh, yep. getting up and down and uh, so it's you know some brand some brands call it comfort height some call it chair height uh, but either way uh, that's been a request of most of our customers and I don't want to speak too much about this because people have visual imaginations but I want you to know it makes a very big difference okay for a fellow who's has a hard time getting up from anywhere. A chair, a chair anyway with handles. You know, your toilet doesn't have handles. Well, that kind of leads into, you know, all of our our projects, including bathrooms, we try to design them for folks to age in place. Right. You know, level entries into showers, you know, taller uh, seats on the toilet. Right. And accessible doorways to be able to get in if you happen to be in a walker or wheelchair. Yeah. So all of these things we try to plan into a remodel project. Uh, and those are very common themes through all of our, our uh, bathroom remodels especially. Or day for you. I mean, they, they could do a, uh, an area to stretch before you go into the bathroom so you, you can get off the toilet easier. A little, you know what I've got in my a house? A extra my, elbow room. I have a real blue-collar house, okay? It's it's just a regular house. But I they didn't plan on ever me aging in place. Right. Okay? <laughs> and and what I say by that is when I go into my bedroom, there's a bathroom for the master bath, but the doors are so close to each other. When I was temporarily in a wheelchair because of an injury, I would have to roll into the bedroom turn all the way around and then manipulate the door closed mm-hmm. and then go in the bathroom door i would have to go there was no room because of the bed right okay i'm telling you aging in place is something that is a science it was not considered in my little home well okay. and it wasn't considered in a lot of builder plans for many many years i mean so it's a more recent progression that people are planning ahead you know a lot of multi-generational families are living together now so yeah. you know the the in-laws are living with them or the kids come back and live at home so uh, the more you can plan the better off you'll be you know how many right. times i've i've seen the toilet paper holder Directly, I mean, you, you almost can set your arm yes, on top sir. of it. Yes, it's it's uh, when you're designing this, you want it to be designed efficiently, which is why it's so important to have somebody like Eddie come out and take a look at this space. Yep, because yep. we can put blocking in the wall for the toilet paper holder that acts as a grab bar. No kidding. <laughs> now we're thinking. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's right. Well, the whole thing about, about grab bars in the bathroom and elsewhere yeah. in the house is that they can be really in the way. Yes. But we're going to find a way to... But every yeah, every person that we're doing one for, we try to ask them where they would want 
that we actually have it framed up in the in the yeah. bathroom, and we want them to pick out where they would want to use a grab bar, and we put the blocking in to accommodate that. I actually laid that out in my in-laws' house today, before I came here, yeah. as we were marking where all the blocking needed to go for you know towel bars and paper holders and grab bars and you know. You mean you're not going to go down to the hardware store and buy the little suction cuppy things? <laughs> no, you're I mean, not. And the ones that just go in the sheetrock are pretty tough to uh you know, gonna, you'll be pulling those out pretty quickly <laughs> uh, yeah see now let me just tell you something those things with the suction cup i have them they're pretty good a good 80 to 90 percent of the time they really are yeah that 10 percent of the time when they fail that's a bad day mm-hmm. Very robert dangerous. robert in sanford welcome to making your home great how are you today i'm great for the how you doing sir? i'm doing well what's going on I'm remodeling my bathroom, and I like to put a bidet in there. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Because I have... No, no, problems. Robert, uh, the details may not may okay. not interest us. <laughs> well, I don't have any cartilage in my knees. Okay, and what? I've got small Car- problems there, and I'm not going into any details. Yeah. But I was just wondering if uh, I, I left my number with a receptionist, and it's all someone because I've got two or three plumbers out here, but they don't they don't want to go in. I want to hear Bristol if you want talking about. Well, yeah, yeah, go ahead. They actually make a bidet seat that can go on top of your existing toilet. So you take the old seat off and yeah. you put a bidet seat on. The only trick to it is you have to have an outlet nearby to plug the in yeah. for the power. So that's a relatively easy thing to do. And I think. Thirty-four, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's eighty-four years old, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so you might want to, if it's a if it's a really old toilet, you might want to put a new one in and put a new oh, bidet that, seat on that it. That would be a that would be a that's something I'm going to do. Yes, but you were talking about. I thought they made toilets twenty-seven inches tall now. No, twenty-seven is almost standing up if you think about that. Um, 18 is a normal, 18 inches off the floor is a normal chair height. And that's what, uh, some of the taller toilets are at right now. But, uh, I left my numbers with the receptionist. Good, good, yes. And, uh, I trust that you'll give me a ring back sometime during the first of the week because I know you're going to get a bunch of calls this week in, hopefully. Well, we can certainly, uh, try to find, you said you did talk to some plumbers down in your area? Yeah, but see, you got to run a warm water line to the bidet. Is that not right? No, you actually just have to run an outlet because the uh, bidet seats can heat okay. up the water well, for you. They, like I said, uh, this house has got a partial basement in it, so the basement is under the toilet. If you know what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, that shouldn't but, uh, shouldn't I'll, be an I'll issue. I look at it, see what they can do, and uh, and we can do some there if it would. The are all possible. Right. You know, I hope you're not sitting too close to trade today because you trade you out of something. Mm. All right. Robert, take Thank care you. of yourself. Thank you. Have a blessed day. You all too. Right. Have a blessed day. Yeah, there's a, you know, uh, I love it when people call and they need something. I'm not sure we need all the details on why they need it. <laughs> you don't want to know what a bidet does? I <laughs> know what a bidet does. Let me just tell you about, he's asking about the, height of the toilet seat we have the raised seat Mm 
the biggest deal about the raised seat is when we go somewhere where there's no raised seat. Mm-hmm. Okay? I come crashing down like a load of bricks. Mm-hmm. Okay? <laughs> but it is the best thing. If you update nothing else in your bathroom, go for the go for the big seat. Go for the raised seat. All right, 919-860-9783 is the telephone number. Plenty of time for more questions for the Kitchen Casanova, who will go throughout your entire house. Annie Cassinet from Distinctive Remodeling or Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier on making your home great. FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF, making your home great. Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier and Eddie Casanave, the Kitchen Casanova from Distinctive Remodeling on this week's show. Now, next week it's uh, it's Mumford Restorations, and we're going to talk to Bernard Mumford about some amazing things that his company will do if you have a great thing that perhaps has been broken or aged, you know, anything from an old radio to old furniture to a piano or a musical instrument. Uh, John in Hillsborough is going to jump in on this uh, this conversation about bidets and, and toilets. How you doing, John? Hey, Dave. Hey. I'm doing real good today. Good. I was just going to mention, anytime I buy a toilet, I also try to, I get the handicap pipe. That's what they call it. Yeah. And I always get the elongated seat. Um, now, I'm a big guy, but, you know, I also pastor a church, and anytime I can help my senior saint, uh, about the only person that doesn't help on those taller toys, just the kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for anybody, I, I think they appreciate that taller, elongated toy. Very good. Thank you, John. Thanks, John. Thank you. All right. We got, got a, yes, I, 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 <laughs> and we used to call them that, but, but yeah. sometimes that you don't want to offend anybody with the word handicap. Yeah, yeah. So they, they, you know, the marketing people for all the toilets changed it to, you know, they can do ADA, ADA, that's or right. comfort height or comfort chair height. height. Mm-hmm. Pat and Carrie, thank you very much for joining in. How you doing? I'm doing just fine, and I do have a question. I'm hoping the kitchen Casanova can help me. If not, maybe I need to call in next week with Mr. Munford. Yes. I my house was built in 1978, and I have beautiful cherry cabinets in the kitchen and my large lazy susan in the corner has decided not to close all the way uh i've tried no dishes in it at all and it still won't close all the way so i'm thinking something in it is broken yet i cannot find anyone that will come out and look at it or help me so sure any advice well, there's a couple different types of lazy susans. Does your um, the part does yours have the one that spins around on the center? Yes, sir. Okay, and is it is the doors attached to the part that spins? Uh, it's sort of complicated. the The center rod is looks like stainless steel, and it has two large wood shelves. Okay, and then the cap, the uh, door, is on the front of it in sort of like a right angle. Okay. But it has no hinges in the center. Okay, so it's it's a rigid right angle door that hinges out. Yeah, it's rigid. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So and it's the door that's cl- that not closing is the problem, or is oh, it some yes, function with yes, the inside? I'm one of these neat nick people, and it just bothers me. I just can't get it to close. So I have a feeling 
it has something to do with um, the the balance may be off, or maybe it needs a part. I don't know. Well, they actually sell the parts to replace a whole the whole in, inside contraption if it's part of the the uh, the trays and the and the center rod that is the problem. So they actually can change those out. And well, the um, I called where I purchased it from, and they didn't really want to deal with it. The right. rod goes through the center of the wood shelves. I can't even get anyone to come out and look at it. And what I'm afraid of, this is what happens with a lot of older homes. Um, you know, we put in a fireplace in, the, in when we built the house, and it had a motor in it. Well, when the motor failed, <laughs> sure, I found out the company went out of business. So I had to convert to gas logs and have someone come in and cover up the grates. So that's why I think with um, it's just, yeah, you know, just give me the information you have, and I'll try it out. And if it doesn't work, you'll be hearing from me again. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, the older style of Lazy Susans actually were built into the box before the countertops went on. So okay. if you ever plan to change your countertops, that would be the time to change that Lazy well, Susan. Well, I changed the countertops when quartz came in. Okay. Uh, many years ago, I think I was the first one in the area to get the quartz countertops. Uh, and I've been very pleased with them, but it was working fine then. <laughs> exactly. I understand. Yeah, that makes it tough because, you know, if it's one that was built in, um, they're too large to fit through the opening to get them changed out. Um, but they do, I think there are some retrofit kits that may make some use of that cabinet if it doesn't spin around like this one does. You know, you might have to look at some options there. And she's got to contact a cabinet person? Yes. She's got to find a cabinet company. Mm-hmm. And we don't have one on, the, our, on our website. We don't have it. Uh, well, if, if we don't have a, a current contractor with our show that we've already vetted, see, the, right. you know, Eddie being on the show, we vetted Eddie pretty strenuously before we brought him on. We know that uh, Eddie's, Eddie's work, uh, he, we're able to vouch for Eddie. Yeah. If we don't have uh, a person on the show currently that, that uh, does that specifically, right. the, the same advice I would give any of my clients is make sure to get multiple bids bring out a bunch of different companies and and find out which one's going to work for you i'm going to be the challenge with cabinets though there's so many cabinet shops that are that are so busy right now that that's too small of a job so a lot of them have job minimums right so it might be a matter of asking what their minimum charge is to do something like that because that's what we would have to do on a on an item like that that's just a, a single cabinet repair Pat, I'm going to put you in the direction of the Closet Factory. That's right. Remember the two people who were here from the Closet Factory? They seem very nice. Married couple. And if they can't come out or, you know, it's a minimum whatever, they're at least going to give you some some of their time and some advice about it. Uh, Pat and Carrie, thank you very much. Gene and Selma, got about a minute. What's going on, Gene? Okay, can you hear me? Yes, we can, yes. Oh, great. Um, I need to stain my fence again, and that might not be the topic of the day, but I've been using this product called Cabot, and it's in a five-gallon can. It's pretty expensive, like a couple hundred dollars. And the reason why I like it is because it goes through my sprayer really uh, thin and nice. But is there an alternative that's less expensive that looks 
like it lasts a, a long time because I seem to have to be doing this every year. Well, Jean, it is one of those things where you get what you pay for, and Cabot is one of the best finishes for outdoor fencing and decks. Um, so if you spend less, you might expect less performance. Yeah. So unfortunately, I would probably stick with the Cabot if it was mine. All right. Eddie Casanova is the Kitchen Casanova Distinctive Remodeling. Am I right? It's distinctiveremodeling.com. That's correct. All right. Next week, it's going to be Bernard Mumford in here along with Brock Emmons of Triangle Radium Barrier. Bernard Mumford from Mumford Restorations. And this radio program is called Making Your Home Great.